of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have found The Horror Returns. For all of you out there who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast. Every week proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We're looking at both similarities and also differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation of the film can change, and that's based on the social and political climate that we're living in. We include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we'll let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear them, just simply turn us off at that point, And we promise you won't miss a thing. You can listen to the rest of the show later. Uh, But at the end, that's all we're going to cover is the spoilers. And, of course, we generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film. So there will always be spoilers when we are discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing we will definitely do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies, at least the good ones, tend to be R-rated. So you can pretty much expect us to be too. And I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Buenos dias. How you guys doing? <laughs> well, we'll, uh, well, as always, let's start out with the cool of the week. And uh, Brian, I think you've got the coolest weather, so you get the honor, sir. Uh, to be truthful, I don't think I watched shit this week, honestly. Man, that's a switch. Yeah, but um, my definitely my cool of the week. Um, I got to be a guest on a uh, friend of the show, Kevin uh, Nez's podcast, the Magnez podcast. Oh yeah, that's and, right, uh, man. And it was a lot of fun. Definitely. Uh, I, again, I've said it before on the show. So if you were not listening to um, the Magnez podcast or E Society, both his podcasts, you definitely need to check it out. Um, he's a great guy, and um, I had a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I um, I can't think of anything I watched this week. Uh, I will have some uh, mini reviews next week on a couple trailers we did uh, check out. Uh, Don't knock twice and the Arbor Demon. Right. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got. Yeah, yeah, I got those movies. I uh, just haven't uh, got a chance to watch them yet. So probably talk about that next week. Uh, okay. What What did you uh, What did you guys talk about on Kevin's show? Uh, pretty much um, same thing. Uh, same deal when you were on, just to, you know, get to know you, you know, talked about how I got started, uh, podcasting, a uh, couple of interests we share, you know, some wrestling talk, you know, you know, it's just basically get to know you stuff. And, um, 
Uh, I let Kevin know um, he is basically uh, how I feel. Um, he is the unofficial fourth member of the Horror Returns. He is definitely welcome anytime on here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I can't wait till we have a mega cast with him and Jesse. Maybe we'll maybe we'll work something out in the future. Cool. So Jack in there, man. We'll have a whole bunch of people. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> invite invite Pedro back. <laughs> get uh, get Jay on. Oh, you know, that that that's definitely like a two three hour podcast right there. We still we still need to get uh, Mark Mark on for that uh, Friday the Thirteenth retrospective. Whenever you guys want to do that, I know Kevin wants to be on that as well. Oh yeah, he he uh he definitely uh reminded me about it when we when we talked. So Cool. Uh yeah, I, I watched a couple of things this week, but I think my uh I think my cool of the week has got to be super bad. I, I caught that on <laughs> uh on Netflix last night. Okay. And man, I forgot how amazing that movie is. It is an absolute classic. And if you haven't watched it in a while, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Every line in that movie is hilarious. Like it's, it was so great. To sit down and watch it, man. I was I was dying the whole time. My wife was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> it, it, it's 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 hard to remember back and and go through all those classic lines, but man, it's it's just it's really great. It's a piece of it's a piece of cinematic masterpiece. You know? Yeah, who are the who are the who are the biggest names that were in that movie? I'm trying to remember. Um, shit, I, I probably haven't seen it since like it first came out. Uh, well, it's got uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Michael Sarah are are the two main guys. Michael and then, uh, Sarah, okay, that's that's yeah, what I didn't yeah, remember. yeah, okay. And then it's got uh, like the cops are super funny. That's uh, Seth Rogen plays a cop, right? Yeah, and then that other dude that normally bothers the shit out of me, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, <laughs> Bill Hader? Yeah, normally he bothers me, but I really thought he was funny in this movie. <laughs> and, uh, Paul, uh, uh, McLovin? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, shit. Probably know his name is McLovin a whole lot more than you know his actual name. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> Dude is so funny, man. He's there's he's, he's a mixture of about three or four of my really good friends in high school. And, uh, <laughs> part of the reason I like this movie so much. <laughs> it, it's pretty close to home, huh? Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone. That was, uh, I think, her first movie. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I knew somebody else really, really big now that wasn't as big at the time was in it. That that's who I was trying to remember. I'd forgotten Michael Cera was in it. Yeah, there's 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 a bunch of people in this movie, man. It is mm-hmm. it is definitely uh, like a, a high school comedy classic, and uh, <laughs> I feel like it ranks right up there with uh, you know The Breakfast Club and uh, American Pie and stuff like that. Strong words, man. But yeah, I think you I think you're think you're dead on, man. I think it it uh, deserves to be in the same conversation as both those movies. Oh, definitely. I mean, might be better. It's pretty funny. Like I'm telling you, there's there's not a moment where I wasn't laughing out loud. I was lolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my my cool of the week is a uh, is a return of a certain television show. 
that's uh, been a- been away for a couple of months and and had made its uh, dramatic return Sunday night. Have you guys had a chance to to uh, see the new episode yet? Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that was that was that talk- was in my running for full of the week. Talking about Walking Dead. Yeah, Brian, did you check it out? Uh, I am like five episodes behind so oh no okay yeah. all right well uh, go no go ahead i'm 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 cool with spoilers go ahead yeah don't don't really need to spoil it too much i mean um there weren't any major deaths if that's what you're wondering like <laughs> i guess yeah. they got a lot of that out of the way last or the first half of the season um but it's a for people who read the comic book it's veering off a little bit like you've got the main groups but it it seems like they're introducing a new group. Like they did uh, the first half of the season, they introduced a new group of survivors that was all women. And those that group wasn't in the comic book at all. And now they've oh. run into another group that doesn't look like they, they were in the comic book at all. So, you know, they're continuing to mix things up. Like they follow the basic template of the comics. But right now, Rick's just... Uh, he's made his mind up that they're going to fight back, which I was like... How the fuck are they going to do that? Because they gave away literally all their guns except, like, one or two. And in the comic books, that never happened. They never gave all their guns up, you know? So I was thinking, man, where the hell... How are they going to do this? Well, I think they've got enough extra groups that they're introducing now that... I might be further back than five episodes now. I'm thinking about Uh, it. Okay. All right, we'll we'll leave it. (laughs) Yeah, I think I watched... I think it was uh, the introduction of uh, Ezekiel. Oh, okay. You're not too far back. Okay. You you read the comic books at all? Um, I have them. I haven't read them. Right. I just I don't know. I got a stack of comic books and movies and video games that I haven't even opened. <laughs> trying to find, trying to find the time, and it's just it hasn't been happening lately. So, but eventually. Yeah. No, it's that, it's definitely getting good. They're they're hitting that uh, that kingdom again. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it's about to get cool. It's kind of picks up right where that uh, season finale where they all get real badass all of a sudden. Left off. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll 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 get to it soon enough, uh, Brian. You're not that far behind, man. Okay. I mean, hell, you could you could catch up in a weekend, dude. Yeah. Easily. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it back, guys, for sure. You know, I'm I'm definitely missed it while it was away i'm actually looking forward to uh fear the walking dead again i didn't i didn't think i was gonna like that show as much as i do but uh um another show i'm watching i'm not quite ready to put it in cool of the week yet because it's such a slow burn but it's starting to grow on me a little bit is uh taboo have you guys checked that out no i got them all got them all on the dvr i just yeah, once it uh, once it got to the third episode, man, it started it started pulling me in. So that may be my cool of the week next week, I suspect, unless uh, you know I check out some really good movies or something. Yeah, I heard they've been letting them say fuck and everything on. Yeah, there. that's the weirdest thing in the world, dude. On FX, and they oh just, wow, yeah, they drop five or six f bombs each episode. Like, when the <laughs> fuck did this start getting allowed to happen on TV? You know, <laughs> I mean, even I uh, so. even Jax didn't do that. Yeah, I think somebody told me they dropped one f bomb on Atlanta, uh, the Donald really? Glover show. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hear it. I don't. I don't even remember it. And I guess they're just letting them go with it. On that's what I read oh. uh, on Taboo. They've just been letting them go. 
letting them fly. Well, I mean, I'm, huh. I, I'm all for it. You know, I think it, I think yeah. it has realism to the show. I mean, you know, that that's the thing about The Walking Dead. That's the only thing about the governor. You know, when he, he's, he'll get pretty close to saying it, but in the comic book, he's just like, fuck you and fuck him and fuck that and put put Lucille up your ass and fuck you with it. And, you know, I mean, he's, he, he's in the comic book a lot more, a lot more rough than he is in the yeah, did, show. But, uh, did you guys, did you guys read that they're toning down the, the violence and the language on Walking Dead for the rest um, of the season? No, not not really? particularly. But, I mean, they're coming into a part of the storyline where there's, quite frankly, there's not a whole lot more violence until they get to what I'm assuming is going to be, like, the final the final episode. At least if they yeah, follow guess, the comic book. Yeah, I guess they were, they were going to tone it down because of the, the backlash they got of the, the first episode this season. Right. But, um... Uh, I yeah, like my thing uh, is, uh, if you're offended by violence and language, why are you watching The Walking Dead? You know, yep. watch something else. Yeah, switch over to Power Rangers or something, huh? Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's on somewhere. All right, man, you ready? You ready to to fill us in on the news, Brian? Got a, quite a bit of news, so um, gonna start with my Blu-ray pick, my upcoming Blu-ray pick is going to be the eyes of my mother which is due ah. march 7th uh did you guys ever get a chance to watch this movie i have not seen wow. it it's it's available to me but i haven't seen it yet yeah it's definitely uh for me it was a slow burn but it was a slow burn in a good way it right it was um it was really interesting i like the whole the whole movie being shot in black and white is um i recommend it Definitely. If you have the opportunity yeah. to watch it, check it out. Um, quick update on a past uh, story we talked about. Uh, Matt Reeves uh, was going to direct the Batman. Uh, Matt Reeves has already dropped out of directing the Batman. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, got, That's you, just, two. you just announced that last week, dude. Yep, he's already out. Um, <laughs> what? I, I, I don't know. I think this... Honestly, I think they're going to end up rebooting this whole DC cinematic universe. Because um, I just keep hearing uh, rumors that Ben Affleck doesn't even want to do Batman no more. Hmm. Yeah, you, so, uh, you mentioned that last week that you heard that uh, that he was he was kind of going cold on it. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I don't know. We shall see. But wow. it's just... I'm just... Just week by week, you just keep hearing good Marvel news, like story after story. But DC mm -hmm. is just like one thing after another. It's just I don't know how any of these. I mean, uh, moving on to our next DC item, I'm I'm a little bit excited for this director uh, mm -hmm. to be you know doing a big budget movie. Uh, David F. Sandberg, he did the Lights Out movie, right? He's uh, he's going to be directing Shazam. They don't even have someone to play Shazam. They they casted The Rock as the villain in that movie, and who are you going to cast opposite of The Rock? You know, Shaq. Obviously. <laughs> oh, Shaq. Wow, man, that would be uh, that that might actually be worth watching. <laughs> yeah, because it would be one Pretty of those. Sure it was not. <laughs> it was. It, right. it would be one of those so bad it's good movies. Right. <laughs> but I I'm just totally confused on what they're doing. At DC and Warner's, 
Interesting, man. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're right. I mean, you hear nothing but good things out of Marvel, and then Mm -hmm. uh, DC is just nothing but turmoil every single week. It's something new from them. It sure seems uh, that way. It's hard to function under that kind of stress on on top of already having a few movies that have come out that have been completely subpar. Right. And yet they still make money. I mean, oh, Su- yeah. I, Suicide Squad was the number one movie for like four weeks in a row, remember? I'm going to still go watch them. Suicide Squad was, I think, really fun to watch. Uh, Batman versus Superman. I'm glad I saw that. You know, it, <laughs> That makes but, fun of us. Yeah, yeah but, 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 see, but they were thing- awesome. Yeah, but my yeah, that exactly. That's my thing. I don't want like when right. you go see a movie that has Batman and Superman for the uh-huh. first time in a live action movie, I don't want to walk out saying it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you expect but, to be blown but, blown away, you know, especially yeah. the budgets they've got to work with. Exactly. Yeah. There's no fucking I mean, the, excuse for that, man. And Batman versus Super uh, Batman v Superman took what? 3 years to make? Right. Well, and it, it I should have just been funny. blown away. <laughs> like it was, it was way worse than uh, Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. And uh, I mean, you know, both of them made money. They were, they were both, I, you know, at least worth watching. They just, they just weren't as good as they needed to be. Yeah. What? I think Affleck needs to get to get down off his high horse, man. I mean, this last movie he did, Live by Night fucking bombed at the box office you know have you seen it though uh have you no i i have i haven't seen it man i it didn't it didn't really appeal to me i I saw the trailer for it and a lot of people were saying hey yeah it looks good you know uh affleck's back directing again and i'm like i don't know just for some reason it just doesn't it just didn't grab me you know it doesn't it doesn't uh, appeal to me either but i i bet you it's probably good if you sit down and watch it i just i just haven't yeah, we got to give it a chance. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. Don't get me wrong. It's just that, yeah. you know, I mean, here he is on his high horse about Batman and, you know, him being a, a master of his art, you know, and then the, and the, he, he he makes a movie that won, uh, what, did, did Argo win Best Picture? It did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, and then he waits four years and he does Live by Night and it bombs. I mean, shit. I mean, if he would just have the right attitude and do Batman the right way, it could probably be a goddamn good movie. That's yeah. Well, the problem is he, he, about it. The problem is they probably won't give him enough leeway to do it the right way. I guarantee that's why he dropped out is because he doesn't mm. have any kind of creative freedom. Okay, so, yeah. So first, first they first they isolated uh, Leto, and now they're isolating Affleck, huh? Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, that makes and sense. See, and yeah. that's a shame too because they've had a lot of right. talent come in here, and they are fucking it up. No yeah, because from from what I'm hearing, Leto doesn't even want to play the Joker no more because he yeah right, he felt too. he felt lied to about yeah. his role in the movie. Yeah. So and I don't blame him. I you know I mean he was barely in that last movie, and I I, I didn't particularly like the stuff that he was in. Man, who the who the fuck is is running Warner Brothers in DC? Uh, Jerry Jones or what? Come on! <laughs> I mean, goddamn, step down and let some people make some decisions that are out on the on the playing field. Damn it! Exactly. Okay, we think we exhausted that subject enough, so uh, it's kind of we're gonna kind of breeze through here. Uh, some good news: uh, Westworld star Thandie Newton is in talks to join the Han Solo movie. 
Uh, you guys excited about that? Oh, of course, man. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars can do no wrong at this point. Dude, anything that Disney has a hold of is going to kick ass. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, can't go wrong with Han Solo. And that chick's pretty awesome because Westworld is pretty amazing. That's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Okay, moving on to a couple of next items here. A couple of shows I know Lance um, is excited for. Uh, Sci-Fi just renewed Channel Zero for a third and fourth season. <laughs> which well, I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> yeah, you know my opinion about it. But here's the thing, <laughs> man. Here's the thing. It's it's each, each season is its own anthology. Yes. So, I'm of course I'm going to give I'm going to give season 2 a shot, man. You know, just because I didn't like the first story doesn't mean I'm, you know, not going to like the rest of them. So, I'll give yeah, it a shot. And, a, and another thing I liked if they keep it that way, they it was only 6 episodes. Yes, makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Um another show I think you're excited for, American Horror Story. Uh they just announced their next theme will be inspired by the election. <laughs> about this oh no and when and when well i mean if if you really want to define it dude american horror story you probably can't get much horror than what just happened (laughs) and get and get this uh when ryan murphy uh creator of the show was asked uh where will there be a trump-like character he replied maybe maybe of course there will there has to be there has to like the whole thing, man. Like I was looking at a, uh, a a thread on Facebook that popped up from my favorite radio station, and right. the subject said three words that are better than "I love you." Go. And under the comments, uh, like the first one was "I have tacos," and it was funny. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, uh, some things that were similar to that. And then it started getting into uh, let's. Imp- Beats Trump and uh, lock up Hillary, and uh, you know, like it, it, it went super political, super fast, yeah. and then of course everybody explodes commenting on the comments. And uh, man, I've I've never seen a more volatile political atmosphere than what we got going right now. Yeah, I don't know, guys. This you're saying they're going to do a an election American Horror Story. This may finally get me to to chuck it in, guys, on this show. I mean, every fucking year for me has been worse than the year prior. And this one, when when they hit that midway point and they kind of switch gears, I thought, okay, I can kind of get into this. They're actually going in a different direction. But when they came out with that fucking piece of shit that was the final episode of this last season, oh, man, (laughs) I I think I'm done. I don't even think I'm going to try this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they just tried to wrap it up a little too fast. I mean, because this season was only, what, like 10, mm-hmm. 12 episodes? 10 yeah, episodes, I think they, yeah. Just, they just tried to wrap it up too fast or something. And, and that, that last that last episode was just putting way too much information into one episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't have time to go into depth into anything. Okay. What, about you, uh, what about you, Brian? You still, you still watching American Yeah, Story? I... I I'm going to stick with it. I like last season. I do mm. agree with you. I fucking hated that last episode. Yeah, well, me too, but I still like the show. Yeah, I, I liked it. They tried something different. I like that they, they shortened it down to 10 episodes, and mm-hmm. um, I like what they tried. 
it, it shows me that you know they're they're not afraid to try new things. But that, like I said, that that episode was just shit. I right. was yeah. confused at what was going on. They, I don't know. Is it, it? I felt like I was watching a bunch of shows in in one episode. And yeah, so like after but, the last episode, I went. <laughs> yeah, I even though even though it was I hated it, I almost wanted to watch the finale again because I was just so confused on what the fuck was happening. <laughs> and you know, when when it comes to American Horror Story, you know, sometimes that can be a good thing where you just say what the fuck is happening because mm-hmm. they kind of just sometimes go all out with a whole bunch of stuff, but not when it comes to last last season's finale. It was it was like I said, a piece of shit. And <laughs> hopefully with this idea, maybe it could be something. I don't know. I, I just have to, I just have to wait and see. A quick EC news. We're going to bring up, um, you guys might've heard this, uh, DC, DC and Warner brothers is pursuing, uh, Mel Gibson to direct the suicide squad sequel. Uh, you mentioned something about that last week. Uh, does this What's guy, uh, um, Hacksaw Ridge, which um, oh, I never did. See. Yeah, that's up for best. Um, yeah. Oh wow, is it? Um, I'm intrigued because there's not not too many movies that he's directed that I didn't like. So yeah, same here, man. But on the other hand, he's publicly came out and said comic book movies are shit. And he, matter right. of fact, the one that he said was a piece of shit was uh, Batman v Superman. Well, we he and I agree so, on that one. I don't. Yeah, so I don't know if this will actually happen, but if it does, it, it does pique mm-hmm. my interest. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. couple, couple more things. Um, uh, have you guys ever seen the Raid movies? Yeah, of course. I actually haven't. I still need to watch them. Yeah, we are actually getting an American remake. I knew it was um, coming, okay. man. I didn't. I didn't know it was official. It, yeah, but I heard that rumor. Yeah, it's going to be directed by Joe uh, Cornahan, and it's going to star okay. Frank Grillo oh. and Gareth <laughs> and Gareth Edwards. Uh, uh, the, he produced uh, the original ones, or he directed the original ones. He's coming back as producer. Really? So, yeah, well, I am. Uh, um, our friend Eddie, our, my, our friend Eddie from Cali, will love that man, the Grillo part. Yeah, um, my, yeah, my views on remakes. I'm, I'm, I don't care remake anything because if right. it's great, you got another good movie you to watch. If it's not, you always have the original to go back to. That's a good positive this one, attitude, man. I don't. Yeah, th- this one I don't, I don't see working because I don't think right. they can duplicate what ha- what they did in the first ones. Well, I, from the raid, all I want is a third raid movie. I don't want an American right. remake. Yeah, well, like I, like I said last week, man, they've already done it. You know, it was called it was called Dread. Yeah, just you know, um, just like um, what was the movie we reviewed? Uh, Train to Busan. I don't think an American remake will work, honestly. Yeah, and yet, and yet you told so. us they're already coming out with one, right? Yeah, they've already. It's already. <laughs> it's it's done deal. It's happening. Yeah, oh, I, I, I mean, I'll I'll probably end up watching it because I like Frank Grillo, right? And um, 
Joe Cornahan, uh, he's done some good movies. He's uh, he did The Gray. Um, he also did uh, what was the other one? Stretch with uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, saw that one. That was a pretty good little direct-to-video movie. Surprisingly yeah, so, good. So this is another thing I have to I have to wait until I actually see to even. But I I honestly I don't think it'll work because I don't think they can capture the right. same magic that they had in the first two Raiden movies because that was just from start to finish, just action, violent action. And I'm more anticipated in watching that trailer. We uh, reviewed a uh, headshot. Right. Cause uh, oh, pretty yeah, much okay. that pretty, pretty, pretty much that has uh, a, a few of the same people that were in the raid movie. And it's mm-hmm. been described as a movie to hold you over until the third raid movie. And that's what I want. Right. So. Uh, moving on to our last, news item uh a couple of uh, uh actually uh a sequel and a spin-off has uh official release dates okay um we are getting a we are getting a fourth purge movie oh fuck uh, um yeah. from what i oh, read yeah, it's, it's from what i read it's, it's probably going to be a prequel so um there's gonna yeah. frank grillo will not be returning uh, from what I read, James DeMonico, uh, who's done all the other Purge movies, he's also not returning. Mm-hmm. And they have a set date of July 4th, 19, uh, uh, 2018. All right. Well, you guys enjoy it, man. I'm, I'm hoping you don't make us cover it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a super slow week. Uh, I don't know. I was pretty excited. I was pretty excited about that Purge TV show. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, it. Kind of sucks they that they did been. the movie instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I was. I, I'm on that same boat too. Uh, especially when they described it as each episode was going to be basically to build up to whoever was going to kill somebody. What was their reasons for? You know, you never yeah, really more, got that. In the movie. More back and that sound. Yeah, it sounded yeah. interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think this is the last one because it's going to be a prequel. Where, where do you go after that? And Frank Grillo we'll uh, came out and said he's he thinks he's done doing Purge movies. Moving on to the Raid remake instead, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, the other uh, big movie that was announced um, also in the same uh, same month will come out July Friday the thirteenth. Uh, the Conjuring spinoff movie, The Nun. Oh, okay. yeah, a little more excited about that one, I think. Um, the director Corin Hardy, he is the one. Um, I haven't seen his movie, The Hollow, but he's the one that's mm-hmm. supposed to be doing the the Crow reboot, right? So he's a fairly new director. So don't really know. I'm um, I'm excited for the character of the Nun. I thought there there could be a lot of backstory on on that whole character yeah but i just hope they don't mess it up because uh i mean it was such a great movie you know and and there's so much potential to screw it up pretty bad i know definitely i feel that it won't be another annabelle because uh, judging judging from the trailer for annabelle 2 it looks like they're getting away with everything that they were doing originally and going into a a different um, area, so a way think, creepier, more traditional horror movie style. Yeah, just just like with uh, yeah. we, the the new Ouija movie, that was completely yeah. different from the first one. And I think, I think and a lot of these horror movies, 
Yeah, I think a lot of these horror movies, except for the Bye Bye Man, really just learn from all those mistakes. So, <laughs> let's don't remind me of that one, dude. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I gotta. I keep having to tell people, don't waste your time. Don't. Right. You, if you want to watch it, wait till it's gonna be. It's gonna end up on Netflix. Oh yeah, probably like next week. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Probably sooner rather than later, huh? Well, you but know, then your, again, your, your quote. Your if it ends up on the Blu-ray box, Brian. Oh, uh, is it? Did you notice that? Yeah. Pick up the Blu-ray for it. It says right there at the top, don't watch it, don't see it. Yeah, you can quote me on that. (laughs) Didn't think you'd mind them taking that one from you. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, even if it's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, go ahead and watch Superbad instead. There you go. Don't watch that, my man. Well, on that note, that's that's your news, right? Yep, that that is all the news. All right, well, let's get the fuck out of here and take a trip down to the trailer. Take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our uh, first new trailer this week, man? I think we're going to start out with the weird first. Galaxy of Horrors. Yeah, what the fuck was that, man? (laughs) This is a new horror anthology, and I think I am totally in on this. I like... I like horror anthologies, but I don't know if I've ever seen one that was like a horror sci-fi anthology. Um, trying to think, man. I, I, there aren't a whole lot of those, are there? I don't. I'm not. I couldn't think either. Um, I mean, none like, popped up in my head. Yeah, yeah. TV shows, you know, like The Twilight Zone and stuff like that. Yeah, but never. I've never seen a, a sci-fi huh. horror anthology movie. So I um. I'm definitely interested. Um, on IMDb, it doesn't. It only lists one person in right. this movie, uh, L. Gabriel, mm-hmm. and um, directed so by. A lot of the directors are um, look like they're fairly new directors, so right. we might get like some fresh takes on stuff, new story, you know, stuff we might not have seen before. <laughs> Just the visuals of it look super cool. Oh, yeah, well, so. L. Gabriel is listed as. Flesh computer. Oh, there, there you go. That that'll that'll okay. set the mood for what to expect, huh? Flesh computer, huh? Yeah. Uh, if anybody's, uh, I'm gonna. Um, I post all the trailers on on our uh, Facebook page, so if anybody mm-hmm. wants to check those out, um, this one is going to be out March seventh on VOD. Well, oh, okay. You, you know we're all going to see it because I mean the good the good thing about an anthology is if you don't like the one you're watching, just wait a few minutes and. You get a different a different one to look at, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy that it's out in March and IMDb doesn't have shit listed for it. <laughs> well, that, that worries could, me. That could be a good thing, man. <laughs> you know, give give a lot of yeah. uh, new filmmakers a chance here. You know, we'll see. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Our next one is Personal Shopper, starring Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. The mouth breather. Well, why not? God. Um, this she's definitely. Like the, uh, she's go like ahead. The, uh, oh, damn it! I can't remember. <laughs> the fuck? Are ignore you what, about, Philip. Ignore what I'm saying and keep going. This this movie <laughs> definitely looks like it's gonna be slow. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> slow is slow is definitely a good word. I I don't know, oh, um, man, but not I in might a good be, way. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little biased. I I can't stand anything Kristen Stewart's in. She just right. She's always on screen with a blank expression and her mouth open, breathing through her mouth. I just I think the Napoleon only Napoleon Dynamite. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's the female version of Napoleon Dynamite. Oh no, Philip! God. <laughs> Freaking idiot! Oh my gosh, she's like his. She's like him, and uh, what's the other guy? Kip. She's like their long lost sister. See, <laughs> yeah. So she's got that expression on her face all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't fairly review oh. this one because that's that's all yeah. I see is that expression. <laughs> Moving on. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, one that I'm really interested in is uh, Wish Upon. Oh yeah, that starring... looks cool. Yeah, starring uh, Sherry Lynn Fenn, Joey King, mm-hmm. Shannon Purser, which uh, if you guys don't know the name, you might recognize uh, the character she played, Barb, in Stranger Things. Ah, okay. And uh, Ryan Phillippe. Mm-hmm. And this is, oh. uh, this is directed by John R. Leonetti, and he has done uh, Annabelle, and he's uh, directed some episodes for Sleepy Hollow and a bunch of other TV shows. Hmm. Um, this one really looked interesting. It looked like we are going to get like Final Destination-style death scenes mm-hmm. because because of these wishes that are being made. Right. And that's that's all I need right there, honestly. Uh, I don't... Are we are we sure this is going to be R rated yet, or do we or do we know? Um, I can check real quick because uh, I could see it going it... either way. You know, I mean, based yeah. on the based on the trailer, it looked like it could either be really cool and and really gory and bloody, or it could be just kind of you know cop out where they come right real close to showing you the death and then move the camera away or something. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But uh, yeah, Joey, well, Jean, she's a she's a pretty good little actress, man. She's been in, she's done a lot of comedy. She's done some horror. She's done drama. She's uh she's actually been around for a for a pretty long time. I think I first saw her in in quite a few comedy comedy movies, like stuff with Adam Sandler and things like that. Uh, and then of course she was in the original Conjuring. If you guys remember that, yes, uh, she was in the Independence Day movies. Um, she's been around a while. Yeah, from uh, what I'm seeing here, it's not yet rated, so it could be rated hmm. R. Well, I hope. Well, it, it, it does look very like teenage oriented, though, so I, it wouldn't surprise right. me if it's not. I think I think we can. Well, I know we can deal with it, but I think people can right. deal with a, a R-rated teenage horror movie. Yeah, no, I think that they could, but it's it's. It's it's possible that to expand that audience, they would keep it from going R-rated, you know? Although, uh, you know, to, realistically, if, if they're looking for that teenage uh, audience, they probably should go R. Right. Yeah, because um, I always have to go back with it. I think Deadpool kind of let us know that if it's a good movie and it's rated R, it's going to... I mean, look at Deadpool. What did it, uh, it almost made like $800 million. If you build it, they will come, huh? There you go. Moving on to our last trailer. Um, It Comes at Night, starring Joel Edgerton, Riley Cano, Christopher Abbott, and Carmen Ijogo. 
This one looks very dark, very creepy, mm-hmm. and it's got my attention. I like Joel Edgerton. I liked him in uh, what was that movie he did with uh, Jason Bateman? Or Jason uh, is that his name? Jason Bateman? Uh, I'm not. I'm not real sure. I mean, he's done. He's done a lot of movies. In fact, oh yeah, yeah, Jason Bateman, the one he actually directed, The Gift. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I really. Oh, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it's pretty think, good. I think he can do that kind of creepy mm-hmm. kind of villain of the movie type character really well. Yeah, he can be a villain or a hero, and he sells it. Yeah, and I'm really intrigued on what's what's in that door. What are they, you know, what are they? Oh, yeah, the, the trailer starts. Yeah, the trailer starts out. They're already in conversation of something that had happened or they had seen. And you're just right. like really trying to figure out what's going on. And um, I am definitely looking forward to this one. Yeah, I think out of all the ones that we've seen, I'm I'm probably looking forward to this one the most, and then Wish Upon after that, you know? Yeah, we're actually uh, getting... Oh, I didn't uh, let everybody know. Wish Upon will be June 30th. Okay. And uh, It Comes at Night will be June 9th. Oh, okay, so both so. summer releases then. Yeah, which is... Um, all right. Not very common that you get a lot of the because right. there's going to be a lot of horror movies coming out this summer. You well, don't really get worked, that a lot. It worked for The Conjuring two last year. True, true. You know, didn't work too well for The Darkness. Oh gosh! <laughs> well, oh, the darkness. <laughs> okay, since we're going to end with that, that is our <laughs> that is our last trailer right there. All right. So, uh, listener feedback, huh? Let's see. Our friend uh, Patrick Lear, uh, he's kind of become something of an honorary contributor at this point. Uh, he <laughs> sends something in every week. And uh, once again, he doesn't disappoint in the feedback area. Uh, Pat writes, <laughs> I thought the witch was terrible. It was boring as hell up until the last five minutes. I honestly what? think the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> I honestly think the only reason most people like it is that last five minutes, but you had to sit through the slow, boring churn of the rest of the movie to get there. I've heard people say that, and and that that was the review that I had heard of The Witch before I went to see it. I, I thought it was I thought it was good, but it was definitely slowly. It was super slow. Well, to each their own, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, he also said, uh, John Wick 2 was really good. Uh, I personally think Ian McShane's character helps him out secretly in the next one. Uh, I bet you he's probably right. I mean, it makes sense to me, but you can tell he and John have a professional friendship. Uh, but he has to disavow him because of the position he was in. And is McShane John Wick's father? Just the thought. <laughs> Patrick, where do you come up with this shit, man? <laughs> that is interesting. You never know. Uh, it might be, man. Yeah, but I kind of don't want it to go there. Yeah, but it, it leaves it... Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it did. <laughs> you know? I mean, it wouldn't be horrible if, as long as they did it the right way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, positive, positive way to look at it, we would just get more Ian McShane and... I've enjoyed them in in both movies. Well, they definitely did a kick ass job in John Wick too. So uh, I'll watch whatever they do in the last one. Uh, let's see. Our friend Denny Louie, uh, host of the After Midnight podcast, asked, 
How dare you say Immortals was a shitty movie, Lance? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> it was. <laughs> didn't, didn't like that one, huh? Not, not, a, not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. But, you know, uh, to each their own, right? Yeah, there you go. Different strokes. <laughs> and uh, also, we got a comment through Podbean. Uh, Jolo Hoho <laughs> says... Uh, <laughs> Whoever keeps getting ice needs to realize his mic is on. Other than that, it's a good show. That, that would have been me. <laughs> was that you? All right, I was like, yeah, that was, was definitely me. I remember. I don't that. remember. <laughs> hey, great feedback though. Hey, we, we're asking for it, and and, and uh, you guys are providing it. So, man, we really, oh yeah, abs- really love hearing the feedback. Yes, Absolutely. more feedback, please. Yeah, sometimes we got some noise in the background, man. Hey, let us know if that's annoying. We'll see what we can do to cut it out. <laughs> I mean, we are anyway, but if if it shows through and we don't realize it, please let us know. <laughs> man, if, um, he, if he if like, he enjoy hey if he or she enjoyed the ice in the in the background, just wait till they hear. Uh, Kevin was digging a ditch or drilling a hole in the basement or something <laughs> last episode. So. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> He's bur- burying the bodies. That's it, man. <laughs> it's a horror podcast. Uh, anyway, thanks to everybody who reaches out to it. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for the feedback. Uh, we love it. As always, you can reach us at our Facebook, Podbean page, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what's up. We'll mention you on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. We asked, and you guys uh, you guys have returned the feedback, so we, we appreciate that. Um, and we've kind of been expanding our listener base a little bit. I just wanted to, to let you guys know we've picked up some listeners um uh, We've picked up uh, another another couple of listeners from the United Kingdom, which is always good. We've uh, picked up, I noticed, a listener from Sweden. Uh, yeah, this is worldwide. Yeah, hello out there to Sweden. I hope my accent is close. <laughs> well, that was uh, uh, a and, cure uh, for well Spain. Uh, we got a, We got a listener from Spain as well. So nice. Uh, definitely, nice. definitely appreciate you guys listening. Absolutely. Um, and our Facebook page, we said that our goal—I uh, think our goal—is is to be. Uh, fuck! What what was our goal, Brian? Uh, by the end of this year, we wanted to be at a certain number, right? Was it was one it a thousand? million dollars? <laughs> you never know. Well, it was I think was it a thousand? I think I think a thousand. Um, and right now we're up to five hundred and eighty-eight. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, if Look you out. listen, you like it. Uh, even if you don't listen to the podcast, check out our Facebook page. Uh, Brian is always putting new stuff on there, and I know we're gonna do. I know we're gonna do some kind of a giveaway, a, a big giveaway for our six hundred and sixty sixth Facebook follower. And we're, like I said, we're up to five eighty eight, so we don't have too far to go. We might get there in, a, in another month or two. So uh, yeah, keep it up. There's always a lot going on on Facebook and. Uh, Brian Brian takes care of that as well as our other social media. So if you want to catch yeah. up catch and, up on news interviews, uh, we put all like you said we put all the trailers there. So yeah, <laughs> the Facebook page is actually like a super great way to keep up on horror news, and it's really interesting. And every feed everything that comes through on my feed is awesome. So 
Way to go, Brian. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and uh, one thing I would like everybody, I, uh, more feedback, because sometimes I post questions on there, and, you know, you definitely could, uh, if you're on Facebook, you know, you know, leave a comment, anything, so, you know, we can uh, get, you know, do the show a lot better, you know, give you guys what you want, but uh, besides that, yeah, I appreciate all the all the support from everybody on all our social media pages. Or just hit pause right now and go leave a review. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll be we'll be here. With and we're back. We're back. <laughs> All right, then uh, that means it's time for our featured attractions. After 38 episodes, it may be time for a day at the health spa to bring us back to our senses. This week is we, it? <laughs> this week we're going to review <laughs> Gore Verbinski's new film, A Cure for Wellness, and also the late 80s cheese classic, Death Spa. Oh, I got my leg warmers ready. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Death Spa. As as always, I'll go into some trivia before we uh, give our opinions. I think Phil, Philip's probably gonna gonna want to go first. He's pretty excited about this one. Um, director <laughs> director of Death Spa is Michael Fisher, also known for My Mom's a Werewolf and a segment in Dead Time Stories. Well, that sounds about right. The writers, get this, James Bartruff and uh, the second writer of the screenplay was Mitch Paradise. And these two are not known for much of anything else. I, I looked in Wikipedia, I looked in IMDb, I looked at a couple of sources and couldn't find a damn thing. And, and, and I, Do you guys really think Mitch Paradise is a real name or what? It could be. Yeah, I, I, I kind of doubt it, man. That sounds—it sounds like it fits right along with this '80s cheese movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, this, this was uh, the actor Merritt Butrick's final film before his death on March seventeenth, nineteen eighty-nine, at the age of twenty-nine. Are you are you guys familiar with Merritt Butrick? No, who the fuck was he uh, in the movie? He was the creepy guy that was running all the computers. Oh, that on. asshole! Okay, yeah, that asshole. Did he look? <laughs> did he look familiar to you at all? A little bit. But he kind of looked like maybe he's played that kind of role in a bunch of other movies. Well, kind of creepy, geeky guy. Yeah, he actually. Uh, the first thing I saw him in was a. Speaking of geeks, a TV show called Square Pegs, which was kind of oh, like yeah. freaks and geeks of the eighties, if you will. Uh, yeah, I've actually heard of that one. The the thing I most remember him for though is in uh, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. He played uh, Captain Kirk's uh, long lost son. Oh shit! That is him. That's the guy. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, tragic man. He died at the age of twenty nine. Was it at a spa? <laughs> I this was his last movie. Uh, hey, look, uh, apparently a butterfly thing. Well, this film had to be... here. This is interesting. The film it probably won't surprise you to hear this next bit, guys. Had to be extensively cut in order to secure an R rating from the MPAA. The extras in the shower scene were obtained from a porn casting agency. Anybody surprised <laughs> to hear that? Not really. That's what made this movie worth watching. That's why we knew you wanted, we knew you wanted to go first, Philip. Have at it, man. <laughs> they, they probably could have got away with a whole lot more today than they did back then, man. You think? <laughs> this was uh, 
This was 80s cheese at its best. And see, when I saw that it said 89, I was like, okay, let's check it out. Right. And, uh, man, boy, it is 80s hardcore. I feel like these <laughs> late 80s, early 90s movies are sometimes really, really hard to watch for me. Oh, yeah? Just because they're so, yeah, they're so, uh, like, really bad. <laughs> Almost painfully so, huh? It is, yeah. It's super cheesy, and like the stuff that they do, uh, it doesn't doesn't really make any sense. You know, like well, why don't they just do this? Mm-hmm. Like, well, that would that would ruin the whole movie. <laughs> but you know what? If you ha- if you if you ask that question, and the answer is because that would ruin the whole movie, then it's mm-hmm. probably not a movie worth watching. And uh, and I feel like this that definitely uh, is true of this one. Um, there were <laughs> Of nudity scenes, which were, uh, it's really only saving grace. But mm-hmm. I was like, well, this movie sucks, but, you know. And uh, that, that's about my review of the movie, man. That's, that's kind of how it went. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was actually, I was actually. chick popped up. I was actually going to, going to watch this movie during my lunch break at work, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Really glad I didn't. So I'm, here's what I'm trying to figure out, uh, Brian. Maybe you can help me with this. Was, was okay. this was this a health spa, or was this a swingers club, man? It, you know, it's the '80s. It could have been both, really. <laughs> they Apparently, had that whole aerobics class where the dudes in the ballet shoes and the in the in the tights and the leg warmers. <laughs> man, the whole thing was just ridiculous. <laughs> Apparently, it was a club at the end, too. Don't forget oh, the yeah. nightclub. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. The big uh, Mardi Gras party. Which, which, even though people had been dying in the, in, the, in the place the whole time from this crazy computer system that was killing people, they're like, well, we still have to have the party because that's what's going to keep us in Oh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Jaws. They're going to keep the beach open no matter what, huh? Well, that's the only thing that makes any sense. Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> Close for the party? That's our biggest day of the year. We can't do that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, there's so many things that don't make sense in this movie. Right? <laughs> from the get-go. Yeah, I would uh, say that, uh, yeah, from that first scene when you've got the uh, the chick staying behind doing a dancing that uh, doing a dance where she was basically kind of like having an orgasm while she was dancing or something like that, and then Marvin walks in... And you, you, did you notice when old Marvin walked in, um, she was she was sitting down on the floor and she her face was right at about the level of his crotch when he walked <laughs> into the dance studio, and she just turns she around must and goes, have been from that. <laughs> she just goes, "Oh, hi, Marvin, <laughs> it's you." <laughs> <laughs> she recognized you. <laughs> I said to yeah, from that view. She must huh? have been from that from that porn casting agent. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would definitely say that the uh, yeah the 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 nudity was a was a pretty decent saving grace for this movie. Um, but I mean, it was kind of fun. You guys, you guys have to admit, it was so fucking. Sh- oh yeah, this, this is one of those that was so bad it was good. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, and I'll give mean, you that because it was way better than a couple of them that we watched lately. Okay. And, 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 like, it was, even though it was awful, it was really awful. But it was it, it was so bad that it was, it was bad. You know? I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing when the when these guys order uh, you know food for the party and they they say they want fresh fish, 
They order some fresh fucking fish. <laughs> oh, that was the most ridiculous scene. Almost as ridiculous as that. Uh, what was it? The the sex scene with the asparagus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what in the hell? That's not sexy at all. <laughs> oh, and this movie is really so. Later, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so dated too. Uh, there was yeah. a scene where uh, I got some notes written. There, there was a scene where uh, a lady approaches a guy in the gym, and he kind of he kind of says she's too good for him by saying that I'm beta and you're VHS. Oh yeah, oh that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to mention that. That was so awesome. <laughs> like yeah. that sums up this movie and. and- and besides that, besides that guy and that awkward guy that was just constantly on the row, on the row machine right. for some reason, he was just always. Every guy in this movie was a fucking asshole, completely. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to like any any character, wasn't it? And I was trying to figure out. Okay, the the guy, the main guy, he the the chick that ended up going blind, that was his girlfriend, right? Yeah, that was his. That was his what I got from it. girlfriend. Okay, but what was was he banging every chick that got a membership <laughs> there? Well, he definitely Probably. left the door open. He he definitely had an open door policy. There's no doubt about that. Because it kind of seemed like there was some supposed to be some kind of perks with getting a membership, and he always kept telling these girls, you know, I'll see you after after you know the g- club closes or gym closes or whatever it is. Right. I was really confused. <laughs> Man, there was a lot to be confused about. I remember the the two chicks approached him, and they said, we'll meet you afterwards or something, and then one of them had to go do something. She said, do you mind taking care of him by yourself? i got to go do something else. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, there there was there was a lot of implied sex going on at the spa. Yeah, like I said, man, I couldn't tell if it was a spa or a swingers club, you know? I mean, oh, it was... Uh... Oh, I want to bring up that cop, too. He might have been the biggest asshole because uh, my notes here, my notes here, uh, when he finds out how the uh, the main character's uh, wife dies, he says, I need right? to start, I need to start to get my wife smoking in bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's bad. And he says this at the scene when they're interviewing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then he starts uh, trying to get, trying to, trying to make it with the, uh, the, the bartender chick. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him in a lot in some other movies too. I I couldn't quite place him. Oh, the cop. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure, man. He didn't look too familiar to me. They all looked about the same. They had that '80s cheese thing going for him, man. Right. And you would think '89, the end of the '80s, would not be so cheesy. And no, 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 no. This was as cheesy as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, when everybody was trying to get out of the spa, did you guys get like a carry vibe? Um, like the prompt, the prompt scene. I, I guess um, I didn't really think about it too much, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I put that much thought into it, man. To tell you the truth, um, but hey, you're talking about that uh, that actor that played the cop, Brian. Yes. You said he looked a little bit familiar. Yes. Uh, I, I went to his... Francis X. McCarthy, I'm looking up his IMDb page, 132 roles. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm seeing him then. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've probably most recently seen him in, uh, you watch Bates Motel, right? Yes. Yeah, he's shown up at a couple of episodes of that. Uh, he's shown up in uh, Smallville, uh, Race to Mar. Oh, God, a lot of NYPD Blue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a, a bunch of TV movies and TV shows. But, okay. uh, yeah, he, he was actually had roles in Interstellar and Deep Impact. Oh, wow. Yeah, he really? played a General, General Scott in Deep Impact and somebody named Boots in Interstellar, which I don't fucking remember. He he looks like he can play a general. You guys uh, ready to get into uh, some ratings? <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't take long. <laughs> Another one of our shortest reviews. <laughs> Philip, I mean, you go first, man. <laughs> there's not a lot to there's not a lot to say about Despa. Yeah, except what uh, Mark Chevalier said on our Facebook page. He he reminded me of the tagline: "You'll sweat blood." Is that the tagline? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> or when somehow that guy that the, the the scene that stuck out to me was the guy that was doing the uh the the, the butterfly press and like for some reason his ribs like the they the computer turned the weight so far up that he couldn't deal with it anymore and for some right. reason like one of his ribs started poking out and he just <laughs> How the fuck are you gonna have a computer that that controls the weight on a on a on a freestanding machine? <laughs> that doesn't make any oh, sense. If, <laughs> if we're talking about death seeds, how about I guess apparently the computer controls the lockers because remember the oh, the, that's the, right. the I guess it was where you hang your coats and stuff. The rod just came out and right? impaled that girl's head. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, this was, this was, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I think we should just get into ratings. All right. Well, my rating for this one, uh, I'm going to go two. And it's, uh, the, both of those points <laughs> are based yeah. because it's, 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 it's funny and right. there's boo. There and go. those, the boobs are worth two points. Oh, so maybe dude, you stole my lightning, man. You st- or you stole my thunder. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, two points, one for each breast. All right, Brian? There you go. <laughs> I am going to uh, one-up you and give it a three. Woo, man. Because, like two I boobs said, and a funny. <laughs> you will never get lines like "I'm a bait, I'm beta, and you're VHS in another oh, movie ever Jesus again." Christ. So That's I'm gonna give this. Man. I'm gonna give it a three. All right. I gotta say, when you said that line, I laughed and I thought, "Oh, I gotta mention this later." <laughs> but 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 I will say, if anybody wants to watch this movie, it is good for a laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. yeah don't don't get us wrong. I mean, we're you know we're being we're being hard on it, but the truth. Truth of the matter is, it was it was fun to. At the end of the day, it was fun to watch. You know. Yeah, I don't know if it was originally intended to be as funny as it was, but it, it was pretty funny. <laughs> probably not. And like, the, if, and, if you look and at the, it before, it, it might be over for a while. Watch. And there's lots of titties in this movie too. There you go. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you give it a point for each booby, you're at like sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> right? That one titty chick, you know. I don't know. 
All right. So, yeah, I mean, good good for a laugh, good good for late-night schlock. You know, maybe if you're tossing a few back or having something else to go with it. and Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, right? Don't go out of your way to see it, but, uh, you know, if you can find it somewhere for free. I think I rented it on iTunes. I think it was like $1.99 or something, so I ain't complaining. Yeah. Yeah, I've rented it on my uh, Xbox. It's it's about it's about the same dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the yeah, hell, I don't know man? If I'd pay that. What the hell? Why not? But we would recommend a lot of other movies first, for sure. Maybe, maybe not Witchboard. <laughs> oh man, You're gonna get you're gonna get into an argument with Kevin, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I brought I it up on his show. Witchboard was better. Do do, <laughs> do what? Do what, Brian? I brought it up. He asked us what we were, uh, what was our upcoming show, and I told him Death right. Spa. I told him I liked it better than uh, Witchboard. Witchboard. <laughs> well, Kev- Kevin's probably a fan of Death Spa, man. Uh, he's he said he. I, I, I don't believe. I think he said he's seen it. He just couldn't quite place it at the at the moment. Right. I'm sure he's seen See, it. Death Spa is like Witchboard, but it didn't take itself as seriously. Yeah, okay. That's a good way to put it. Oh, Witchboard. All it had was Toddy Katane. That's <laughs> yeah. it. See, and this one had a lot of porn extras. Yes. Right. Hey, Take and that, both, Witchboard. And both movies featured an, uh, an entire male cast that was 100% assholes from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. Completely agree. All right, you guys ready to move on? Yes. All right, so the feature this week is the uh, brand new movie, A Cure for Wellness. Director is Gore Verbinski, also known for The Ring and several of the Pirates movies. Uh, This was written by uh, Justin Haith, along with Gore Verbinski, and Justin uh, is known for The Clearing and Revolutionary Road, so actually more dramas than uh, horror in his past. Uh, the movie was filmed at the Castle uh, Hohenzollern in the little town uh, Hechingen in Germany. Castle, Good job. <laughs> Castle Hohenzollern <laughs> was completely closed off to the public for filming from July 13th through July 24th of 2015. And, what was the castle? Uh, uh, castle uh, Hohenzollern. <laughs> In the little town, in the little town of Hechingen, Germany. The only other piece of trivia I could find, looking high and low, because I started getting into spoilers and I started getting into uh, critics' reviews, so I quit looking because <laughs> so I didn't want to have it spoil for me. But uh, yeah, the the other piece of trivia: the film premiered on December tenth, two thousand sixteen, at the Butt Namathon Film Festival in Austin, Texas. So there you have it. We've all seen two and a half it. hours, man. Yeah, two and a half hours. Uh, you want to go first, Philip or Brian? You want to go? Who wants to go first? Man, I'm, I'm kind of interested to hear what you thought about it. Yeah, I oh want to okay. hear you first, Brian. You, you saw okay, it before, um, uh, either one of us did. Yeah, um, me and my uh, my wife actually went with me. I thought she was going to end up fucking killing me because I didn't even know this movie was going to be that long. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, it was definitely. A slow burn. Yeah, um, there there was a lot of creepy images. I'm not really sold on Dane DeHaan, honestly. Right. Every time I see him on screen, I kind of I don't I don't know. It's just something about him. Okay, now um, he's, with, he's 
main character. What else has he been in? Uh, he's been in um, the, uh, what is it, with uh, Michael B. Jordan, where they uh, got the superpowers. Oh, Chronicle. Chronicle. He was in Chronicle. Oh, he was in Chronicle. Um, the only movie that I actually liked him in was um, Lawless with Tom Hardy. and um, Oh, he was in Shia that Le- one? Yeah, he was uh, Shia LaBeouf's friend, uh, Cricket, I believe right, his name okay. was. That, that's the oh, I gotcha. That, that's the movie where they were running the, the gin, the illegal Yeah, uh, yeah alcohol, right? I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that was okay. a Shia LaBeouf movie. It's a good yeah, movie. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, uh, the 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 girl in this movie is his wife. No kidding. Oh. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cause she looked like yeah. she was like twelve. Yeah, yeah. No kidding, dude. She did not she, look that old, man. Yeah. Um. I I, I don't want shit. Spoilers. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go there, to all the spoilers at the end. Yeah. Man. No. I'm just a quick thing right here. There were there was a right. scene in here. Okay. That happened that made me go look up her age because it kind of yes. shocked me. Yeah, it made you real uncomfortable, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of scenes, actually. Yeah, um, but um, getting back to the movie, um, it was definitely. Her whole character slow. made me uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, I think that's just her whole. Th- I don't know. She's going to be in that new Suspiria She's going to be in that new Suspiria movie. Oh, I like that casting, dude. And her actual name is Mia Goth. Yeah. Her actual last name is Goth. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Back to the movie. Um, it was. It might have. I don't know. It. I think it was a little too long for me. I yeah. felt like this movie need, needed to be cut down. I actually felt there was some certain scenes or certain parts of the movie that they cut stuff out that would have explained it better. I felt like they might have cut the wrong things out of the movie. Maybe. It was towards the end, huh? Yes. Yeah, um, like but, when but, they all just kind of came all together real quick, right? Yeah, but with that being said, um, Jason Isaac was fantastic to me in this movie. If and that, there is a that dude is uh, he's the one from the OA. Yes. <laughs> okay. If you yeah. Need he's a good. creepy like doctor or a creepy scientist. <laughs> I want your man. Jason Isaac. Yes. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah. After the O, after this and the OA, I need him to play that role in every movie. Right. Yeah, he's like an older version of a super creepy Doctor John. Hayes. But oh my god, oh, there's there's so much I want to get into spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was I don't know, it was not what I expected. Definitely. Okay. Um, there was a lot of things that I felt weren't explained. They were just kind of glossed over. Which is really okay. surprising. Which is really surprising with the the length of this movie to not have certain things explained. I ended up seeing the twist halfway through the movie. Okay, I I didn't. I, I didn't did. see the didn't. whole twist, but they definitely yeah. alluded. To, they were alluding uh, toward it. At least yeah, partially. I I seen it, and when partially, yeah. I had leaned over to my wife, and I was like. Basically, oh, this is about to happen, and if right. I, if I'm doing that halfway through the movie, then it's kind of, I'm it's I'm not I don't like I don't like when that happens. I don't yeah, like I yeah, like that's a shame, like, man. Yeah, I like when you get to the twist, you're just like, oh shit, that's what happened. That's who you know did this and did that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that in this well, movie. Well, they gave you a clue halfway through. It was kind of like hitting you in the face with a frying pan. Mm-hmm. You know. So they were uh, they they definitely let you know what was coming up. There's a lot of foreshadowing. I felt like this was, um, I felt like it was a book that was it was 
made into a movie. And I don't think that it actually was. Uh, you don't think it was based on a book? I, I, I certainly haven't heard of a, of a book that it would have been based on. I don't think that it is, because I, I, I looked for it. But I felt, right. like, I felt like it was, because, like, like, like Brian was saying, I think that they, they may have cut some important stuff out, that we, uh, especially towards the end of it, when they were uh, starting right. to bring everything together. Because I thought they did a really good job of setting everything up. It's very... It's very much like Shutter Island. It, it reminds oh, me of I got the same exact vibe, dude. Yeah, yeah. and sports uh, of the way through, I was really feeling Shutter Island big time. And this yeah, guy, he and even kind of looks a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Dane DeHaan looks like a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Even more than that, he almost looks like yeah, but just because of the cadence of his voice and stuff, he almost mm-hmm. looks like a young Christopher uh, Walken. I think that he's gonna be. I think that he's going to be a big name later on. I do, too. But I don't don't like him. You don't like him? No. Honestly, from the minute he spoke in this movie, I'm like, what a fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, that was part of the point, dude. I mean, it had to come from being that character for any, any of it to come together the way it did. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something. Maybe I've seen an interview of him or something. I don't know. I just I right. don't like Dane DeHaan, and he fucked up the damn Green Goblin character in Spider Man. That's what I was gonna say. He plays. Uh, yeah, he played in a uh, the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, way to was, go, Dane DeHaan. That was the that was the one where they they tried to put like seven or eight different Spider Man villains all in the same movie. Yeah, it's yeah. always a mistake, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, See, I didn't. I didn't like DiCaprio either, though, when he first came out. You know, and now, and now he's one of my. Now he's one of my favorite actors. I, I think this guy can be really good if he develops and he gets into takes the right roles. You know. Yeah, I mean, I just, he's he seems a little young to be this like stockbroker, big businessman, like going into a uh, like a in the beginning of the movie they. They right. allude to him being maybe like a partner in this company or something along the sure. line. And, uh, you know, he looks like he's, you know, 25, maybe. Hey, the du- the dudes. I'm looking at his IMDb, dude. He's 30 years old, man. Yeah. Well, he just, I can't he fucking grown, believe that. He looks baby. 18 to me. He does, yeah. He's got a real baby face. But he, I, I felt like he also, I, I think that he did a pretty good job in the movie. You know, it mm-hmm. was... Uh, Definitely a slow burn. I felt like the ending was a little uh, rushed and weird. For right. And there was definitely some metaphors going on, but I'm not entirely sure what they were. So it kind of left me with more questions. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys this. I, when I first saw the trailers for this and then when I saw the extended one, you know, I mean, this is no big mystery. You you guys know that I've been... I, I mentioned this as one of the two movies I was most looking forward to this year. Yeah. Th- this one and, and, and the Star Wars movie were my, were my two most anticipated movies of the year. And I didn't have any reason to have a lot of faith in Gore Verbinski because I didn't really care too much, except for The Ring, which we all agreed was really good. You know, I didn't care too much for, for his other stuff. You didn't like and, The Lone Ranger? Uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> um yeah dane dehan i was kind of like with you brian i was like yeah, you know this kid's just kind of like a little douchebag you know i didn't really feel like giving him 
too much of a chance, but when I saw Jason Isaacs was going to be in it, and when I saw Mia Goth, and I, I didn't know what her name was at the time, but, you know, I, I had recognized her from some other roles she'd done. And after having seen uh, Dane DeHaan in this role, man, I, I'm kind of turning into a believer. I, I thought they all put in really good performances. Yeah. And, like, they definitely had to set up for it to be a really good movie. Look, man, you're you're right. Now, were there were there gaping plot holes? Absolutely. Were there were there scenes in there that just didn't quite make sense? Like when he was standing there watching the uh, the. This is real early in the movie, so this is not a big spoiler. But like he was standing there watching, uh, you know, a, a body being burned. But we, I wasn't quite sure who it was because of where it fell in the movie. I think I kind of figured it out later when they sort of brought everything together at the end, but. It was really disjointed in in certain places, and it wasn't incredibly well edited. And they definitely, like you guys said, for a two and a half hour movie, they should have covered everything. And it was yeah. really obvious that there were some scenes missing, you know. Um, but as far as the visual style of the movie, as far as the acting, um, <clears throat> and 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 you guys are probably or many people I already know disagree with me. Because once I saw the movie, I started reading opinions on Facebook and stuff. A lot of people didn't like the ending. I love the ending, personally. Um, and I didn't see it coming, and I really thought that the way they tied it together, it kind of turned it into a completely new movie, in a way. And I really appreciated yeah. that. Um, but, I mean, I had a lot of fun. From start to finish, I enjoyed the visuals. Um, some of the creepiest, most fucking hair-raising moments in film to me are kind of like for example my favorite uh favorite american horror story season was asylum and i really love the movie jacob's ladder there's a particular scene in that, that that if you've seen that movie you can you'll know what i'm talking about when i equate it with things that happened here and i really love cronenberg and body horror and all that and that's if anything really scares me and gets to me it's that um so i really fucking enjoyed this movie a great deal um, yeah, it definitely and, has. And to me, it was just like you know, it wasn't the roller coaster ride that like um, you know, The Conjuring Two was or something like that. But it was a slow burn. Um, I think that again, like you guys said, if 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 there is a director's cut, I think it'll probably be an improvement because it'll fill in a couple of gaps. But uh, it'll probably yeah, be like man, four I'll, hours I'll, long. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'll sit through it. As a matter of fact, I'm ready to go see this. This is. This is the second movie this year, only the second one this year that I've seen that I, that I actually want to go back and see again. And believe it or not, the first one was one I was really fucking dreading, which was uh, Resident Evil Final Chapter. As soon oh, as yeah. I finished that movie, I was ready to see it again. Same thing with this one. I, I really enjoyed it, guys. Well, you said the movies that you're ready to go back and see again, John Wick. Oh, John Wick. Yeah, that's true, man. That's that's true. That that would that would be up there as well. I mean, that's that's definitely got some serious rewatchability, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say, don't get me wrong. I I like this movie. I just thought for the amount of time that went by in this movie, I just there was things that I felt like they should have focused on, mm -hmm. and I I didn't get right. that. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. I hate to dwell on the bad because I. It's, it's not even necessarily that it was bad. It was that it was such was such a good setup, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and it's it, there's a whole lot of mystery to 
to it. You don't know what's going on. It's uh, uh, one of those kind of things where you're sort of learning as the character is learning. And uh, I, I just felt like when they when they wrapped it up, it, like they spent all this time setting everything up, and then they and then they wrapped it up, and it, instead of like going down a, a low slope where they went up this giant hill, they mm-hmm. just kind of jumped off a cliff. Yeah. Okay. That's a great way to put it, man. That's that's, that's a good way to put it. But I kind of enjoyed that jump off the cliff. Yeah. I well, really did. I, I really did. I like the way they tied it all together. Like I feel like it was like two different movies, and they just kind of. And that's it. what I liked about it, because <laughs> I was not expecting that. In fact, there's yeah, a big scene in the really middle. Good. There's a big scene in the middle that that we will we, we got to talk about in spoilers because it's pretty far into the movie. But I, not only was I not expecting that, but I fucking love that scene. Because I thought everything was going to take place in this one particular area, and when and when it went outside of that area, man, I that that got me going. But you know, we'll talk thing. about that later. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's still uh, rate, spoilers. So. Spoilers? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we're all kind of waiting to get into spoilers here. Do it, yeah, because there's definitely some spoilers. This is definitely a conversation. Okay, okay, I think I went first. I am going to. Uh, for right now, because now that you guys have brought it up, I do kind of want to go back and watch this again. For right now, I think I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Wow, that's a that's great, good. great score, man. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't really have a lot of problems other than, like I previously stated, that it for the two and a half hours there shouldn't have been anything glossed over. And right. um, besides, I'm still not like I said. I'm still not sold on Dane DeHaan, but Jason Isaac and Mia Goth. I am sold on these two. I really didn't care about Suspiria. Sorry if anybody's out there that's big fans of the movie, but now that I've seen her really fully in a movie, because I've seen her, I think in one other thing and didn't really remember her. But after this, I am definitely looking out for that movie. And um, for right now, I'm gonna give it a, a tentative like seven and a half. It it might go up. Hey, that's totally fair. Uh, I I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I have some of the same issues that, that you had, Brian. Uh, it was just you know it was it was a great setup, and I feel like it it kind of I want to say it fell apart at the end, but it was like a ran out of budget or ran out of time or, or, or something. You know, like mm-hmm. there, there's there's something there's something missing at the end that I didn't like. Okay. Well, I didn't find that to be the case at all. I, I, I found the ending to be like almost like probably my second favorite part of the movie. Um but there were definitely big chunks of uh story missing throughout and there were definitely a couple of um, plot holes in there that that you know right. maybe should have been a little bit better written. Maybe in the hands of yeah. a slightly more experienced writer would have uh, would have been a little smoothed over. But yeah, uh, I want to get into those too. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. All in all, in all, um, I, I really I really enjoyed it. I, it's it's not the movie I was hoping it was because this could have for me from from what I saw and what I was expecting, this could have been my arrival this year. I mean, that, that's what I was truly expecting to walk into. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to give it a really high score. I, I'll give it an 8. 
uh, give, nice. give this give this movie an eight an eight out of ten. And like I said, I'm ready to go see it again, and I'm really hoping for a director's cut. Yeah, it definitely definitely had a lot of. All right, spoiler time, right? This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. Okay, um, I'm going to jump way further into the movie to the uh, the scene where Dane DeHaan's in the, uh, the dental chair. Right. Okay. That's where I really, because there was a couple small minor parts in the movie where I'm like, okay, they, they did some cuts here and there, but that one, you go from him, which that scene with the, with the drill and him getting his tooth drilled, that was excruciating for me right there. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I love dude, I was totally squirming in my seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well done. Real quick, because it went from him finding out what's going on to them suddenly becoming fucking crazy. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, and then... Like, it, it was such a, such a flip from what had happened in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then from him in the dental chair, it went from that to he he jumped in the back of that car, and I really I was confused because yeah, how, he how, had two. I thought that too. How the fuck did he, he get out? Yeah, because he had two guys holding him down. Plus, he was strapped into the chair. Right. So True. he got out of the chair. He fought three guys, and he made it to to the car. And I'm like, which, which just happened to be there. Yeah, I'm like. Even though I he just, asked for a car earlier and they never brought it, right? Yeah, which there was just some scenes that near the end, I just felt like they they cut out some things that I just really wanted to. I I I, I don't know. I thought would have been better left in, and yeah. there was there was a lot of stuff with uh, Jason Isaac that I wanted more of his backstory because um, when he reveals that he's the Baron. And he takes it. Hey, matter of fact, rewind. Go go back further. When Dana Han finds all those faces in the in the in the water, the jars or whatever. Yes. Oh yeah. I kind of wanted to know: was he was was the Jason Isaac? Was he creating these things, or was he taking other people's faces? You know, what was the? What I was, was curious on? about that too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a good point. And they never really did explain it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lance, uh, you want? Yeah, their reach, their reach. I think their reach exceeded their grasp a little bit. You know, I mean, they. I think they tried to tell a story that really needed to be told, like over, uh, you know, like over ten a ten episode season or something. You know. Yeah, I felt. Yeah. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, man, if this was uh, a TV series, it would be fucking phenomenal, huh? Yeah, I got the I got the feeling, guys, that that that. in order to get this down to two and a half hours, they had to cut at least half an hour out, you know? Yeah. Cause see, scenes like yeah. that, like what you were talking about, Brian, that was just fucking jarring, dude. That, that, that really threw me off, man. And that's and the it, kind of it, thing that got me down from like a nine or a nine and a half down to an eight. Cause I really yeah, want this it, to be like a nine movie. And it was such a good scene with the drill. Cause oh, I like, dude. like Philip said, I was, oh, yeah. I was squirming in my chair. I was like, Absolutely. Ah. Very yeah, good. next minute he, he sold it, man. The, Both of yeah, them. and then the next minute he escaped, and I'm like, well, yeah. what, what? What happened? Yeah, how did that? How did you do that? Yeah, that's well, and then at the at the beginning of the movie, they had such great like cinematography, right? Like where oh, they absolutely. have like the uh, the 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 scene, uh, the shot 
on like the side of the train where you see like the reflection of everything and the train. Beautiful, yeah. Beautifully filmed. Beautifully filmed. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then there's like the, the, the fish eye lens from the from the uh, like the stuffed head of the deer or whatever is right. on the wall. Yes. And it, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many of those, and especially in the beginning part of the film, that are just that are great and just set it up to be an awesome movie. Right. And then, uh, you know, again, towards the end of it, it's like I felt like they just there were there were there were pieces that were missing. Mm-hmm. And, and and they didn't take that same loving care that they did in the beginning of it, in mm-hmm. the end of it, and instead of a. a super creepy, slow burn, weird movie that they had going on, the end of it turned into really like a crazy sci-fi horror thing. It, it, it became very rushed. But you know what You know what I liked about it? A couple, a couple things that I liked about that ending, because I really want to talk about that. I love the way that they kind of turned everything on its ear. Now, you guys said you saw that coming. I, in no way, form, or fashion did I see that coming until it happened, that... Uh, I mean, of course, they kept alluding to it and telling you that this this happened 200 years ago. Um, but my God, you want to add an extra creep factor to Jason Isaacs? You know, I mean, it's bad enough oh, to yeah. have sex with your sister. Yeah, you I was trying to rape his own here? daughter. I mean, my yeah. God, this dude sold it too, didn't he? He was yeah, really uh, good. Yeah, that scene at the end when he's he's basically going to rape his daughter. Yeah, I, I had. That's when I had to. That's when I had. That's when I had to look up her age because it it it, yes. it creeped the because sh- he tore her dress open. He did the thing where he was smelling his fingers and man, I was right. Like, yeah, man, that was that's, rough, huh? Yeah, yeah that was that was rough. super rough. Yeah, and it, well, yeah, it, because, even, it did what it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm glad my wife was there because she actually explained a part of the movie that I think I probably wouldn't have understood because there is a scene where Jason Isaac, he kind of regretted uh, Dane DeHaan's character for being there and interacting with her. But right. because of his interaction, he was grateful. Okay. And I didn't understand what he was talking about. And then she was explaining to me the scene where she went into the bathroom at the bar mm-hmm. and the girl. Uh-huh who was on her period and the trash can basically looked like a murder scene. Right. Uh-huh. My wife, my wife was telling me basically what he was thanking her for when, you know, when we figured it out that, um, he was trying to have sex with her is, oh. um, women can start their period when they're around other women on their period. Oh, wow. Oh. That is true. Yeah. yeah so they yeah, they, they definitely the jump started it. I thought, so um, oh, wow! See that adds another layer to the movie. Yeah. Okay. So and and that see that that is the scene that I thought was so awesome was when they when those two got out of the asylum and they made yes. it down into the town and those those fucking characters. But now that you say that, dude, I was loving that scene as it was. But you just added a whole nother dimension to it, man. Yes. Yeah. This is a okay. Brilliant. Well, see this this, mo- this movie wants to be a brilliant film. This movie wants to be right. one of the classics. But that scene even was a little bit uncomfortable for me because of the actress. Because I Very felt like uncomfortable. for for a chick who has apparently been around for you know two hundred years, mm-hmm. and uh, she looked like she was maybe prepubescent. You know, uh, possibly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, almost did. You're right. Both both of them both of them had that baby face. 
And I and I and I well, I the cat, I she had that. a baby face like she was like maybe fifteen, and he had a baby face like he's probably a little closer to thirty. And uh, it was creepy. I didn't. I didn't. I thought I didn't get that at all. I I thought this. I thought this kid was like eighteen years old, man. And yeah, as I, one I of the she was a big rig of a New York stock market place. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that goes back to what you guys were saying, or what Brian said earlier. It did it, it. It didn't make any sense. It felt a little weird for him to be in that position. But yeah. you know, the, but, the way I don't know. I mean, was, he, the way he was drinking and, and chewing the Nicorette gum and everything, you could tell he was he was he was one of those guys that all he cared about was at that point was making it in the business. And oh he yeah, care what absolutely. he did to his body or you know how early he did it, he just wanted to make it. And a lot of that had well, to do with what happened to his father. The young buck in the, at the big table, you know what I mean? Yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, and he, he, clearly, still, he clearly, from what they alluded to, he might have he made it up the ladder super fast because he, he, I think they alluded he did something illegally. Oh, they didn't allude yeah, yeah. at all, dude. They came I mean, right out yeah, and they, said it. He fucking cooked yeah, the books. Yeah, they didn't. So. Well, but either way, he's, he's an adult man. And and he I, he seemed to be almost romancing this. Okay, so I felt like you know this guy is is definitely a, a young buck, but he's he's still an adult man, you know. And I I felt like this girl was, you know, maybe fifteen max, and I thought it was weird that he seemed to have an almost romantic interest in her. And then he takes her down to uh, the town and, and buys her a beer and all that stuff. And uh, I, I don't know. Like, I felt like she went from this 12-year-old little girl to a woman over the course of, you know, 20 minutes in this movie. Right. Uh, but she's been alive for 200 years before that. Like, even even then, I mean, she was having her first period. I was like, what? this guy mm-hmm. was just buying her a beer, you know? And yeah. uh, I, I, it was it was a little uncomfortable because she 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 was kind of I don't know if she's actually that young. I mean, Brian, you probably know better because you you actually looked it up because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but she, she was super young. She is actually twenty three. Okay, yeah. well that makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> because I mean there were a lot of scenes in this movie where I was like. <laughs> Oh man, I whoa, I gotta like wash the fucking grime off. That was <laughs> hey, dude, and, and you know what? Then mission accomplished because that's that's a big part of I think what this movie was trying to do. Yeah, it was make us really true. fucking uncomfortable with that, and it yeah, you know, it was there was definitely some uncomfortable parts. <laughs> you were saying you didn't see it coming. They they right? mentioned that her mother died in a fire, and I felt like that was ah uh, okay. So, yeah, and I was like, I didn't really oh, catch that. A daughter <laughs> of you know the, yeah, no, the Baroness. Yeah, but to but to me, it, it was a, it was a revelation to to find out he was he was actually the Baron that he'd been around that long, and so I guess right. what they were, what they were doing is they were you know it's an age old story, right? Just like vampires or 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 witches who cook the fat of babies to live forever or whatever, you know, it's like these people that are uh, supernatural beings that are feasting off the life energy or the life force of uh, of other people to stay alive for forever, right? 
See, there's some of the scenes that I think that maybe they had cut out or they didn't go as in-depth as they probably should have because I didn't understand right. the concept of what exactly they were doing. You know? I mean, I get the sure. gist, but I wanted to know specifically what was what was happening and why is this guy 200 years old? Is everybody in a town like that? Because mm-hmm. the top down in I don't, town. I don't think they... The, the, the vitamin right? I don't think all of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think cause the, going back to the bar scene, uh, when he had walked in uh, in mid um, in middle of the fight, everybody instantly got scared of him. Right. Because you, you notice yeah, everybody kind of like looked down was. at the ground. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think everybody... I think they knew who he was, but I don't think everybody was taking taking the stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the town, the townspeople. Yeah, that's why they were so afraid of the people up on the hill, is because they knew what they were. Basically, he was Count Dracula for all yeah, intents I and think, purposes. You know, I think the, I think the one dude died. I mean, they didn't show it, but the the, right. the veterinarian, I think uh-huh. he died when when you seen um, Jason Isaac with the file in his hand. Yeah, when he knew that he. Yeah, and and how fucking can we go into our stupid people here? Yes. I mean, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but how fucking stupid to have the, you know, the cow's blood all over your hand and then you grab the fucking file and leave your fingerprints and your blood yes. on it? Shit. Oh, and that scene with the, when he uh, sliced open the cow, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, that was, oh, that was yeah. pretty rough, man. But then my, my wife <laughs> that was, was like, awesome. yeah, my <laughs> wife was like, he had to do it because he was trying to show him. Why he had to put the cow down? Because the first yeah. thing I said was that that that's not the most humane humane way to uh, put down a cow. But she was like, I was he, that too. yeah, he had to show him because uh, he mentioned that he he got too close and was drinking the water, right? And you can see the little eels like rolling around inside the fetus of the cow. Oh, yes, oh man, yes. that was yeah, that's... that was a rough scene, man. Like that was uncomfortable, but in a, in a, in a way better way. Yeah. It adds a whole, it adds a whole, adds a whole new meaning to uh, don't drink the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no right? kidding. There was right? so much creep. There was a lot of naked old people in this movie. There was a lot yeah, of naked was... old people. I was thinking the whole time. I was like, so is the only reason this movie is already because of that one effing weird masturbation scene that happened? Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Fucking all. It was hilarious, but it was is it a also... bunch of naked old people. <laughs> It was hilarious, but it was also disappointing because I did not expect her boobs to look like that. Right. I know, me too, because she walked in and I was like, oh, she's got some nipples poking through that shirt. And then she unzipped them and I was like, that's not what I expected. Not, not, too, not too much there, huh? Hey, let me, let, me ask you, let me ask you guys a question because this is, this is one thing I never, I don't think I've totally quite put this together. You know, like I said, this is one I, I need to see the movie again for sure, but all right, so the guy at the very beginning who looked a little bit like Peter Weller, I kind of thought that was Peter Weller at first. Uh, okay. The, the old man who was working late in the office there that uh, that died of the heart attack? Yes. Oh, right, yeah. What was that all about? Now, where did he fit into the whole grand scheme of the story? What, what did I, don't I miss? Know. I don't know. They kind of brought his name up uh, when the guy Penbrook, he said, uh, I thought they would have sent, sent him instead. Right. Like, he was mm-hmm. Penbrook's buddy or something. And then the next best thing was this kid. 
I don't know. There was a lot of there was a lot of questions with the the head executives and stuff. Yeah. My my wife for a minute thought they were a part of the the spa, like they were taking the stuff too or something. Right. Oh, okay. But it that didn't happen, which I'm very disappointed that the one the old lady didn't get punched at the end. Which <laughs> old she, lady? The one that the from the one of the executives, the the bitchy one. Oh, that. that oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that that sure. asked him, "Had uh, has he ever had a twelve inch black dick up his ass?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was a hilarious line, man. When she said that, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, I, I for a minute there, I thought they he had obviously had. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute there, I thought they had some involvement in it because they were very kind of ominous and creepy themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like the reason that he was there and got stuck there was, was a little forced. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, well, right. and, and I thought about it while I was watching it, too, because, I mean, when shit started going south at the very beginning. Right. Uh, I mean, especially this, this douchebag who is super entitled showing up and, mm-hmm. and telling people how things are. And how things are going to be, uh, I, I don't. I don't think he would have just been along for the ride. I feel like he would have been more of a, a. No, this is what's happening. Oh, you're not going to go get me a car? Fuck you guys! I'm going to go walk. You know, something like right. that. And and when weird shit started happening. I don't think he would have stuck around to see what was up. Okay, hey, let me let me ask you guys this: when it, kind of early in the movie, when he first uh, came in contact with the with the dude that left the company. That he was trying to get to come back to the company? Yeah. Okay, so he's in there and the guy's like, you know, totally blank-faced. Like, you know, one of the zombies. One of the one of the people there that doesn't want to leave. And he's like, you know, why would I leave? I have no desire to go. Why would anyone want to leave? And then right. he went under the water for a certain amount of time. And then he popped mm-hmm. back up out of the water and he said, so I guess I need to be responsible and go back. What caused that change in him, do you guys think? I don't know. I I thought it was a different person, almost like they were making clones at first. Yeah, again, there was so many things to be explained. Like the scene where he told everybody that he the Jason Isaac was making everybody sick, right? And every when everybody started standing up, he was like, "Yes, get up, everybody, get up!" And oh, then they started I like thought walking. That they were going to be zombies. Yeah, yeah, I, they, yeah, they, they, they kind of were. Not, Living, and I living didn't, zombies, basically. That's what I kind of wanted more of because he yes. ended up for for a second like that, mm-hmm, and I was like, exactly. "Is it be? Is it because he's going through this thing where they're draining him of his uh, whatever fluids yes, or whatever?" I think they so. Yeah, I think I think so. But why? Why when he went under the water and held his breath? Was it maybe because he cut off the oxygen to his brain for a little period of time, or and then his his regular <laughs> thoughts came back? I, I, I didn't get that part. Again, I thought something might have been missing. I didn't either. You know? Yeah, yeah, that, that, is, yeah. that is a good point because I'm, I'm replaying into my head. He basically, he came back out of the water a completely different person. Completely different person, ready to go. Right. I thought the same thing. And then, and then you know, when I saw him floating in the water uh, later on in the movie and he's behind that glass or whatever, I, I didn't right. know if it was... You know, had he been there that whole time, and they just got this like clone of him that they're making, I guess and then, so. Uh, and then, like, oh you no, know, I don't know about clone. Whoa, what the fuck? Clone. <laughs> well, that was that was one of the ideas that popped into my head. I See, they could have done. 
They could have done so much more with this, you know? Right. This, this, needed, then, to be, like, this needed to be a 10 or a 13 episode TV series. But they got up and started walking towards him when he was telling everybody to get up. He's making you sick, which they probably should have realized in the first place because their fucking right. teeth are falling out. I was sure. thinking, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's this zombie virus and that is what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah, to Yeah, I, I, I don't know because. For a minute there, I thought maybe they were drugging them with something that was making them compliant. Okay. Like yeah. Going, well, going back to that scene. First. Yeah, but going back to that scene when everybody stood up and then walked towards him and started grabbing him, like, uh-huh. he was the only one talking. So I don't know right. how they were being compliant to anybody else, you know. It's uh, true. I don't know, man. It's just, and then at the yeah. end when they were all dancing, when the when the place was burning down, it's like, they just didn't have any of their brains left, basically, you know? Everything had been sucked yes. out well, of them. Severe dehydration, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, dehydration not only of, of liquids, but like it was dehydration of the soul or something, you know? Yeah. And What and, was up with the very end when he was riding the bike with the girl? And, or, uh, and just started was, smiling? He had the girl with him, right? Right, yeah. I think he was just really crazy. He ended up really crazy a I little bit. I do, too. Oh, I, I do think too. with, I with like everything, ending, man. I think with everything that had happened, it might have just slightly pushed him to that edge to where he's just lost a little bit of his mind. Right. I was looking for some sort of metaphor in there about maybe uh, our medical system or something like that. Sure okay, that. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, it, tons of metaphors about the medical system, to, about the yeah. rich feeding on the poor, about all that stuff, man. Yeah. Have, you, have, have you guys have you guys read about the controversy with this movie? No, not at all. With the, with the advertisements uh, that they took out with the fake news stories? Sort of. Tell, tell us about that, man. Yeah, I didn't read a whole lot, but I guess they got a lot of backlash. They were advertising this movie with fake news stories like one of them would be about trump and the russians yeah you're another, talking about the super bowl ad yeah and another one was uh basically saying uh, lady gaga's performance was a tribute to muslims and what and i guess re- i guess uh, i don't know if it was today or yesterday they had to publicly apologize really yeah oh, damn that for, adds a whole that adds a whole new uh a whole new layer to it huh yeah, it's a weird fucking movie, man. No, yeah, I mean, I I still like it. It's just there's so many unanswered questions, and yeah, I think, Lance, I think you're you hit it on the head. Where this, if this was a a series, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh man, I think that, I think it would have been amazing. And they and they 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 put it in a full season and just wrapped everything up in a nice little bow by the end of it. Uh, I would love it. It'd be it'd probably be one of my favorite series of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as a two and a half hour movie, I felt like they didn't give me enough. Which, in a two and a half hour movie, is weird to say. That, that's long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially was, for a horror movie, right? I mean, most of the definitely of the movies we see are an hour and a half or less, right? I don't want to say about it. <laughs> I, 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 I will say that it, it's definitely the. In my opinion, it's the most important film that's come out yet this year, for sure. What I was going to say was this this movie definitely, when you left the theater, it, it had you talking. It had you talking about it. That's what I was right. thinking. This is a, It's a good conversation piece movie. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, there, cause, just because there's a whole lot of questions that, that need to be explained. And 
and there's a lot of imagery and, and metaphors that, that oh for sure all kinds of different things because they don't go in depth on it enough to know specifically what they're talking about well like I, like I was telling AJ when I got home I told her look I think I think you might actually enjoy this movie you know because she normally hates horror movies I mean granted there were a few like you know grisly images in here but this wasn't your typical horror movie. I think she would have really enjoyed the kind of fairy tale aspect of it. Yeah. yeah because if you like Shutter Island, fairy tale. If you like Shutter Island, this is this is a good movie for you. Yeah, it's funny you would say that cuz see my wife, she doesn't do horror movies either and there was there was a couple scenes like the masturbation masturbation scene. Right. I thought she was going to look at me like, what the fuck are we watching? What the fuck are we watching? <laughs> but the, as the movie was going, she leant over and she was like, I'm getting a Shutter Island feel right here. Yeah. Cause she, she thought, yeah, she dude, thought, she, she thought he was going to wake up at the end. Day Don. Ah, yeah. Like he was, he was at the spa the whole time or one of those things. Well, you can tell yeah, it was definitely going to be some sort of, but, place. um, she, she left. Out. Yeah. She left and she also liked it. Mm-hmm. But her her same problem was it was a little too long, and there was okay. some some things for her that she kind of was like not understanding. And I told her, well, those yeah. same same problem with me. I felt like I didn't understand it because I felt like they cut a scene out or two that probably would have explained it better. I I would right. agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah, Brian, you 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 called out the golden one right there, man. When you talked about him getting into that car, that was definitely the most jarring poorly edited part of the whole movie. Yeah. I, I get the feeling I really get the feeling the studios were breathing down their necks saying, look, you've already got this fucking thing at two and a half hours. If you add all this other shit that you really think needs to be part of the story, you're gonna be over three hours. We just can't sell tickets but, to that, guys. But that that scene needed to be in the movie because he it is a frail did. little he is a frail little guy. I don't see how he right? got away. Something happened. Well, they're probably we the, what well, he's not that frail because he ripped the whole goddamn toilet off the wall, which made no fucking sense. Oh, he was <laughs> that, was, that was amazing too. <laughs> I was like, what happened to Superman over here? Right. Well, he could have just one... taken the whole goddamn okay, the first time the handle started jiggling, I mean, maybe I'm more of a mechanically inclined type of dude. You would have opened the fucking thing and looked. I probably would have taken the cover off of it. Can I? I just. I just thought of something. I just thought of. I just thought of something. How? Yeah. I just thought of something. How? How long before you go before you realize your legs not even broken? I mean, it was in a cast. Yes. Maybe it would get uncomfortable at some point. I mean, I don't know. It just, it just, when he realized that possibly his leg's not broken, he was in no pain throughout the movie due to his leg. True. Bothered you a little bit, huh? Yeah. I was, I was willing to buy that a little more than, uh, his reasons for staying there to begin with. You know what I mean? Right. I I felt like that was, that was a little, like you had to kind of take the pill to that because I felt like that part wasn't really believable in real life. But, you know, I mean, it's a movie. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta jump past a couple of hurdles. Which I'm well, I, hey, I do, I do kind of like the, the way they set it up, guys, because basically he had the ultimatum where, you know, 
you're you're fucking on the fast track. They were you know passed around the champagne at work and stuff, and everybody thought, okay, you're the you're the next golden boy. You're going to be the next partner. And then they call him in there, and I thought that was great leverage that they used. Like basically, you either go get this motherfucker out of there and bring him back and make him the scapegoat, or you're fucked. Your career is done. Right. So yeah. that I think that's what kept him going back when the rest of us would have said, I'm fucking out of here. You know? Well, you don't well, think he, maybe he would have checked in with his company a little earlier than well, that? He, but they he were like, was able oh, to, remember? He we thought he actually know what happened. But actually, when, when he did get a hold of somebody, he actually, uh, wasn't he told that they were going to put something on or pin him on something? Uh, I think they threatened. I'm not sure exactly what they said, but I know he was suddenly real surprised that these right. freaking people in the random spa in the top of a mountain in Sweden didn't actually call his company and tell him he was in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprise, the fucking prize. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit, all right. Well, I mean, it's a deep movie, guys. There was a lot going on. We could probably talk for another hour easy. Yeah, this is easily probably... The most talked about movie we've we've done in any episode, right? Because they leave, they leave enough stuff on the table to talk about. Man. This is, uh, well, it I was, mean, it was be, definitely good. It was interesting. It kept it kept my attention. Anybody, uh, any of you guys, either of you guys, have any idea how it's doing at the box office? Because I've got the uh, feeling it probably ain't doing really well. Unfortunately, um, last last time I checked, I think it's it's doing poorly. That's what I was afraid of. Even that fucking Drek, the Great Wall, is probably doing better than this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I knew looking they were fucking up. pushing the Great Wall a lot more than this one. Uh, the numbers are not in for it. I know it only made, uh, for the first night, it only made $1.5 Oh, That's not good. Not a good sign. It's definitely better than the Great Wall. I'll tell you that right now, because I saw the Great Wall. <laughs> oh, you saw uh, the Great Wall? I saw it, uh, and it's, it's not my cool week. It's not that great? <laughs> All right, it was, it was okay. I just feel like it's... Right. it's I, I felt like it was going to bomb. I was like, man, I don't know. Uh, the Great Wall's already made uh, $230 million. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. Uh, right. Most of that. Know. Most of that's foreign. Well, let's Oh, Okay. Yeah, let's just let's just hope that uh, that a director's cut comes out. That's all I have to say, and we'll leave yeah. it at that because there probably will not be a cure for wellness too. Uh, and I'm okay with that. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. the uh, oh yeah, me too. You know, it, good movies are good movies, whether they make a whole lot of money or not. And, uh, True. Will it go down as a classic? I don't know, but uh, it was definitely worthwhile. I think eventually, with with a director's cut, it could end up being a cult mm-hmm. classic. That's what yeah. I see, kind of a cult following, kind of like. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't. I, I'm not going to compare compare it to anything yet. I was about to say something, but I, I'm biting my tongue. We'll just we'll just wait and see what happens. Like I said, I gave it an eight. I mean, I think you guys gave it what seven and seven and a half. So we all enjoyed it. End yeah. of story. Yeah. All right, and uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, as Philip uh, loves to say, we we definitely thrive on your feedback, and uh, our show is shaped and formed by your ideas, listeners. So be sure to reach out to us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, whatever. We don't care how, uh, just get uh, pick it up, 
listen to us and tell us what we need to do to make the show better for you, and we will listen. Uh, rate us and review Absolutely. us on iTunes. No, we want to get no our more numbers ice up. What's that? No more ice makers. <laughs> That's right. So next week uh, should be pretty cool. Actually, this is one I wasn't that excited about when I saw the trailer the first time. And uh, what one of you, one, one you guys said this too? I think it was you, Brian, that uh, or was it you? I can't remember who said that they were more excited about Get Out now than they were at first. I think oh, was that was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. looks it looks super interesting. I was I, I I wasn't really impressed with it on the first uh, trailer that I saw, but yep, the more that here. I more excited about it yeah what what about you brian um i think i I don't know if it was a new trailer or if it was just a clips released online but um the whole brainwashing hypnotism thing really has me intrigued definitely got a great uh, cat yes it does yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it guys so get out and also we're going to do the stepford wives from 1975 so Brian, until the horror returns again. Good night.